welcome to episode 239 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I'm Jammin' Janelle. We are the show. The show. And for the duration of the show, we'll be referring to you as our dear listeners. Because we care about you. And we're thankful that you listen. You might be thinking, how could you possibly know you're thankful? But if you're listening to this... We know you're listening, and so we're thankful for you. Yeah. And if you're not listening to this, then we don't know if you are. We so. don't know if we're thankful for you. But you wouldn't know that we're saying that anyway, so it doesn't matter. You're not listening. But since you are, because you couldn't be hearing this if you weren't, we are thankful for yeah. you. That's about right. Something like that. Mm-hmm. We are excited to be here, as yes. always. We're approaching 250 episodes. That's insane. I know, isn't it? Isn't it cool? You know, if we were to get to 365, that would be one episode yeah, a day for a one. year, right? One for a whole year. We'll get there eventually, but as it is, I feel pretty good about the amount that we've done. Yeah, me too. It's a significant body of work. It is. I don't expect anyone to go back and re-listen through the entire thing, but... If you guys ever, uh, you know, listen to some Do. old ones, let us know your thoughts on them, because <laughs> I've forgotten some of what even happened in the old ones. Yeah. Sometimes I do that. Just go back and listen to a random one? Trip ones. Oh, yeah. Try to find so a specific date. It's like an audio scrapbook. It is like that. It, it's, it's great memories for us. Yeah. Well, we are... Excited to get into some stuff, and we're going to jump right into the first segment, which is the news. Couch Potato Corner. The CPC. Yes, if you could do your thing and rate and review us wherever you listen to our podcasts, you can even, like, comment on our website. Yes. Like, uh, we're going to talk about in a bit. Someone did. But if you also want to write to us, if you want to tell us what's going on, give us your insight, tell us some thoughts, you can write to us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. It is funny how many people listen to the show. I was just thinking about this earlier, that, like, listen to our show and tell us they listen to us. And each week, like, give me a report on the show, but they don't always write in. They give me, like, a personal report, which I love. But if anyone wants to... It can't be a fish. It can't be a fish. We can't, like, tell all the we sometimes do. We do. Are you saying, like, a sturgeon? No, like a fish shawl. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I have to now. translate for everybody. Uh, every once in a while, since I'm not a native Janelle speaker, I have to, like... <laughs> Clarify some of the vocab. Like, you really didn't know that was official? You said it can't be a fish. And I was like, they can't write about, like, a, a catfish? or That was a, so obvious. Uh-huh. A manta ray? <laughs> All right. MandarinOrangeShow at gmail.com. That's where you can get a hold of us. Or at Gamel. That's yeah, true. However you pronounce it. And, of we course, judge. we... I mean, I do. If you say Gamal, then that's wrong. Instagram, we got a Facebook page. You can like and join our group, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We also are on Podchaser and Fountain. What's our uh, What's our Fountain update this week? These are our foul stats. Okay, what's our? We have sats. What's our sat stat? Three thousand four hundred forty-six. That feels like more. It is more. 
Still 67 supporters, which 67? is the same. No, that's more. We were at 65, I thought. Oh, maybe. I think we've gone up. Okay, and we do have a comment from at do. Okay. He says, I had a breakfast burrito this morning. In parentheses, I did not, in fact, have a breakfast burrito this morning. I had two eggs over medium and four slices of bacon. And then he put some egg emojis and some bacon emojis. (laughs) Think back. Now I have to think back to what he's commenting about that we talked about. Think back. While I'm thinking, how many cents? Give us a cents update. 96. 96. That's incredible. That's definitely gone up. Yeah, that's definitely gone up. The episode was called Inaccurate Tales of the South Pacific or Tire Shop's Tears. I mean, I remember that episode. Read, read what he said again. I had a breakfast burrito this morning, and then in parentheses, he said, I did not, in fact, have a breakfast burrito this morning. I had two eggs over medium and four slices of bacon. Well, I'm glancing at it here. There's actually another boost on there that we didn't read last time, because it's been a little bit. Because it's been a little bit. Since we recorded. We kind of, like, did a different recording schedule. So there's another boost from Do. So go back to that one first. What's okay, the earlier one? That today? one is says is from Do and it says the mime seer. You won't see it coming. It's <laughs> good. We've had a lot of fun with the mime seer <laughs> around the house here. I really think it's going to be a big hit. Breakfast brew. I mean the joke is that he did, there wasn't a tortilla. Tortilla. So it was just he, the elements. He does do keto. I know, but I can't remember but, us talking okay. about breakfast burritos. Man, I'm drawing a total blank here. Help us out, Adu. All right, just give us a little reminder of what we're talking about. I know it's something silly this that I'm This is what happens when our lives are too busy and it's too long between recordings. <laughs> we forget what we said on our own thing. Which, I mean, it's hard. When our kids have auditions and birthdays and practices and workshops it's been a wild in a good way uh for the most part a very very wild couple of weeks here and like sometimes we don't see audrey till nighttime now because she's like high school is nuts she's doing a lot so well thank you so much to do for your boost and also to our 67 supporters on fountain which is super cool Hey, would you like a breakfast burrito, like, with chorizo in it? I absolutely would. Mm. Why? They have those at the Tacotillas by my work. Yeah, I love chorizo. They have it there. It all stems back to when I was in Spanish class, uh, when high school. Mm-hmm. On, like, special days, our teacher would bring in, like, a hot plate, and he would cook up chorizo. And he he did, like, other Mexican treats and stuff, but, you know, so we could have some authentic chorizo food. Chorizo is good. The chorizo he made was, like, phenomenal. Ever since then, I've, I like, turned it. into it. It's great. I However, thought you would like a chorizo breakfast burrito. I would. One of these times, you should come have an early lunch with me so we can right. have chorizo breakfast burritos. I do like chorizo. So buttons. <laughs> so you always say we got some other news to go through. Let's tell them about our crazy week real quick. First okay. of all, we did have a birthday celebration this last week. Yeah, guys, we have two teens, two teenage children in one house. A thirteen-year-old and a fourteen-year-old. Yes, that's right. Audrey and Luke were only one year apart for a month. For a month. But I gotta tell you. 
for having two teenagers, it's like super easy. You're so chill. It's like very, very, very cool to have teens. So if you followed us through the years of this podcast, people keep telling us, oh, this is going to be hard. This is going to be hard. This is going to be hard. Everybody just wait till they become teenagers. Hasn't happened yet. I think we just got a couple of good ones. Yeah. I think we're, I think we're set. I'm feeling Sorry, pretty confident guys. in that. Bragging about our kids, but they are amazing. It's part of what we do. It's part yeah. of the show. I, they're just wonderful. I love yeah. them. And, I mean, it's not like no one's ever, like, made a mistake or anything like that, but... No. Our teen troubles are far, far, far easier to deal with than a lot of the stuff I hear elsewhere. I'm very <laughs> thankful. Yes. I'm very, very thankful because we have two wonderful kids. And, you know, it's just, uh, it's just great. Yeah. I mean, I obviously enjoyed them very much as babies, but it's, like, easier to have them as teenagers because they're more self-sufficient. Yeah. Which is nice, but, like, they're, you know, I miss their babiness, of course. Yeah, they're they're pretty independent. <laughs> they are. They can do their thing. Anyway, this has been Kid Brag. Brag about turn. our kids! But Luke turned 13, and we had a lot of fun. Grandma and Grandpa and Uncle Matt and Aunt Layla and Aunt Melissa all came. We just had, like, a... He, Luke just wanted to play games with the family yeah, for his birthday. Yeah, ever since... Ever since we spent a lot of time at home for birthdays, they kind of just want to That's still just what do they that. want to do. Because we're like, we could go do a thing. We could go a party. to an amusement park. We could go do this. We could... We just want to have no. a nice, quiet game day at home. That's great. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. I'm not going to complain about it. We had a lot of fun. The day before Luke's birthday, it was Audrey's audition mm-hmm. for being on the improv team. Yes. And tell us about that. We had a really big cheer section. Well, that same crew that was here for Luke's birthday also came... (laughs) Came down the night before. ...for Audrey's audition. And Audrey basically had to do, like, a show with a bunch of amateur... Yeah. Like, they were all auditioning. The audition was an improv show. I'm just gonna... Audrey knocked it out of the park. She was awesome. It was so good. And... They, I think, I can't remember the exact numbers. I think something like 12 kids got chosen, something like that. 13. 13. And, and there were... Three freshmen, I think, something like that. Yeah, and there were, were more than 13 kids. Yeah, audition. it was like over 20. So they got a lot of the kids on the team, but uh, spoiler alert, Audrey did make the team. <laughs> and we're super stoked. As a freshman... She's on the improv team. It's not easy to do. So she's already gone to another practice, and then they went to this thing called Game Con or Games Con, Mm -hmm. where it's like a big convention for all the like Southern California improv teams from all the schools all around. I mean, because it was in Orange County, so it's not just our county. I don't know how many schools go, but it was a lot of schools. Southern California thing. And they went to this big conference, and she's just having a blast. Super awesome. She loves it. She loves it. It's a lot of time, but she's not like, it's not like a stressful time. She's yeah. just having fun. I just am really proud because I was on the improv team in high school. And it's where I really got close to a lot of my friends in high school. It's just, she's going to have such a good time. And she can letter in it. She's pretty great. So she's going to get a letterman jacket and all that. 
I would like to point out I was not on the improv team in high school because they didn't have that in my high school. And I don't know if I definitely would have been, but I probably would have tried. Oh, out you would have. So you would have been amazing at it. It just wasn't a thing that they had. Oh, it was a big deal. When I moved to Colorado, they didn't have it. But yeah, we were in a small mountain. Community. I was twenty minutes outside of LA. We had an improv team. <laughs> All right, so if you write into us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com, give us a city, an animal, and a thing you ate for breakfast. And we'll do an improv. And we'll do an improv. <laughs> and wait, and city, an animal, a thing you ate for breakfast, and a year. Mm-hmm. Give us a year. Perfect. All right, that's what we need to know. And we'll do a great improv we'll on the show. Great. And the great part is, like, I can edit it so you won't know yeah. if we were really fast or not. Just kidding. Editing, this show is, like, exactly how we say <laughs> it. No no edits whatsoever. Nothing. Now, the last time we recorded, we also stated Luke was auditioning. That's right. For the talent show. But he does not find out till tomorrow. Yeah. So we don't know yet. I think he probably will. He did a magic show. I mean, based on what the teacher said when he, they came out, it sounded like he stumped them, if nothing else. So, we'll find we'll out about see. that. And that will make him have extra practices, practices as well. Too. Not quite to the degree that Audrey <laughs> does, thankfully, since he's only in seventh grade. But. <laughs> but, yeah. And then, I didn't put this on our notes. Okay. Our show notes. But we did do a late night event this week. What do we do late night? What can I remember? Owl City. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. This we've was such so a crazy much. week, you guys. This is like every night this week we've done stuff. Yes. Yeah, so five years ago, almost to the day, and we definitely talked about it on the show. Yep. So it might be fun to go back and listen to that. We went and saw Owl City at the House of Blues in Anaheim. And then we did it again this past week. And this is the first time he's played since then. Yeah. So he's like, oh, so like five years five ago. Five years here. ago. And we're like, oh my gosh, we were here. And uh, he's such a good performer. Amazing, amazing performance. So, and this time, so we had, last time we went with, you know, us and the kids and Uncle Matt came. And this time Aunt Layla got to come yes. too. Because they weren't, they didn't know each other. Before, so <laughs> yeah. That would have been hard to do before. So, it was super fun. Great show. It was... I don't know if it was sold out, but I think Matt said that they said there's something like 1,700 people that were there. And the funny part is, like, no one in your office when you're talking about going to the show at night... They're like, oh, yeah, you're going to go see an indie band. Aren't you into indie bands? I'm like, okay. Owl City? I mean, they're not, like... The Rolling Stones, but they're pretty popular. They're in Disney movies. Yeah. And Disney parades. <laughs> Disney parades. Wreck-It Ralph. I mean, Fireflies is like one of the hugest yeah, songs. Yeah, Good Time. Yeah, with Carly Rae. Come on. So, I started playing some songs for the people in the office, and they're like, oh, yeah. You know, they just didn't. But he's like a phenomenal performer. Like, he's right. very talented. I've heard people over the years, like, try to... Like, uh, what, he just plays, like, a computer or whatever. And it's not, that's not the case. He's an amazing musician. No, like, in the opening song, he just came out, he had all these instruments, and he just, like, looped them into the song. He just went from instrument to instrument. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. And he's so 
positive and fun and he's just he's just good positive vibes i had so much fun even though we had to stand for hours yes because it was a general admission i didn't even care it was a little easier this time. Last time I had to like hold Luke. You did have to because hold he Luke. was too short to <laughs> now see. He's almost as tall now as I am. Now it was it was fine. Now uh, we just had to hold Aunt Layla because she is not quite <laughs> tall enough. She was the one that we had to try to wrestle around. Says, all the tall people all want to go to the front. Wait, I don't you're understand. fine. Stand behind us. Shorties. So everyone kept trying to stand in front of her, but. <laughs> and then they like close in, like yeah. they shift and get closer. I'm like. At least, if you're tall, stand apart from each other. Do you have to stand right next to well, them? It just tall constantly friend? shifts because no one's ever standing still. So the whole time you're like, I mean, for me, I mean, Matt's taller than me, but other than that, I'm the second tallest. So I can see over all you guys. Yeah. But everyone else is just kind of <laughs> craning well, around. Audrey's taller than me now, so I can't stand behind her. Yeah. Luke, I've got a couple inches on him. He's almost there. But, yeah. So, that was pretty great. We also, we talked about Luke's birthday. The other thing that we did, because we've talked about how we did Audrey's writing classes. Mm -hmm. So, for Luke, we came up with a couple different things. We gave him some options. And the one that he chose is he's doing rock climbing, well, classes slash Slash sessions, whatever, at, like, a local rock climbing gym. I signed him up for the beginner lesson online. And... You know, it says how many spots there are. We got a spot. And we show up, and Luke's the only one in the class. And he basically got, like, a one-on-one lesson for the price like a private of the group lesson. class. Yeah. And the, the instructor was so cool, and Luke was, like, climbing like a pro. It was funny, already. though, because Luke is our little athlete. And by the end, he was sweaty and his hands were sore. Like, the next day, he's like, I can barely move my arms. Well, and I, and we said, well, if we get, like, you could get a punch card or you could just get a pass. But he's like, I'm going to need a break. I can't come, like. <laughs> his hands are He's got to, like, build up to it. So we're, we're going to do the punch card so he can go. Yeah. <laughs> when he has stamina. It, yeah, I mean, right now he is. Huge blisters still. It's just so funny to see Luke because he's like never tired. Like he can go forever. He can run, walk, whatever. And he was actually like pretty beat by the end. It's funny because we were like, hey, Luke, remember when we took you on the monkey bars and you got blisters and you said, I'm never going to do that again. He's like, blisters are horrible. And now his hand's like covered in blisters and he like can't wait till he heals. So. You had, was he like three or four when that happened? It was 2016 because it was in New Orleans. Okay, so six then. Yeah. Still. He, you would have thought, like, he's like, oh, I don't ever want to do the jungle gym or monkey bars again. <laughs> and to go get Neosporin and Band-Aids. He's so cute. Yes. They, they don't really know pain. Although now he's broken his arm, so like. <laughs> yeah, he knows pain now. And now he's like, oh, I, I can blister my hands a little bit. Well, it's interesting, too, because they don't put, like, a harness or anything on you. It's, it's free solo. Yeah, it is. So it's like. I think, like, the highest it gets up to is 20 feet or something. And then they have, like, super thick padded floors so that they... And he had to learn how to fall. Yeah, they drop down onto it. 
And you're supposed to, like, fall. You're not supposed to, like, if you land on two feet, you're supposed to kind of do a roll. Yeah, to yeah like take. a rolling drop thing. So, it was cool. It was really cool. I think it would be really fun. I'm not in the physical condition <laughs> to do the length that he did, but <laughs> once upon a time. I love doing that stuff in high school. Maybe solo. again, someday. Maybe so. I'm definitely not going to free it. solo, though. He's enjoying it. He loves it. So, okay, a couple other quick things. And I mean, we did a lot. Uh, it was just, it's just been a very, very busy week. But that kind of sums it up. But a couple other little announcement things. First of all, we got the request before to do Cooking with Vincent Price. That is coming. We're going to do one it's once on a week. But we're kind of like spreading it out. Because of our crazy schedule this week, we're going to do like two... And we're going to do some. So we've got the stuff. We have the stuff to make it. So don't worry, Keith. That's coming. And I even cleaned the stove off to film it. Yeah, it's got to be in like, you know, <laughs> presentation we're not, form. We're not talking about this as like MasterChef Junior style, but we use our stovetop a lot. We do. A lot. <laughs> it's hard to keep up with that. We yeah. also, this is just kind of a funny little thing I wanted to mention, but... There's this place that we've seen off the side of the road that's like whenever we're driving out to Las Vegas, to Nevada, to Laughlin, Mm. to the desert, any way that direction, it's about a half an hour from our house. And I've seen off the side of the road, it's called Yang's Noodle House. (laughs) And I don't know, like that just grabbed my attention. I love noodles. I love Chinese food. I love just anything in that general, you know, category. So... We kind of scoped it out, but the problem is it's just a little too far. We never, like, made it out there. And finally, today, we met my parents parents there for the first time. And it was phenomenal. It was so good. I'm just, like, in love with it. I want to go back so bad. So, I I mean, if you're in our region of Southern California. Can we take you to Yang's Noodle House? Definitely Yang's Noodle House is the place to go. if, If you want to know about it. Write to us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. We'll, like, make sure you can find it. But, I don't know. I mean, probably the number of people that can hear this and then also are going to go there is small. But if I could just get one person to get there and get the crispy noodle house special. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I feel nice to split it today. I, like, with Mongolian beef because we love Mongolian beef. And he's like, I'm not sharing with you next time. I want my own. The crispy noodle house special. It, the Mongolian beef was great, but Crispy Noodle House special was... The Crispy Noodle was good. It was phenomenal. So. The last thing that I wanted to mention is that we did a cool thing. I don't know for sure when this one is going to come out, but we talked about Bandcamp, mm-hmm. the podcast, B-A-N-N-E-D, Bandcamp, the podcast where they read band books, and we did do our recording with them. And so they will be our interesting people on an upcoming episode. I'm not sure exactly the, the timing of it. So maybe next one or maybe a couple down the line. But keep an eye out for that. It went really well. They're so cool. They were really cool. We enjoyed them a lot. Jennifer and Dan. And they were just super, super nice. They're doing good work. Yeah. So check out their podcasts. So give them a, yeah, give them a listen. Tell them that the Mandarin Orange Show sent you. And keep an eye out for, or an ear out for, our interesting people with them. That was a lot of news and updates. Like, so much stuff. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable how much we've been doing. I feel like we have not... That's why we're a little behind. (laughs) We have not gotten to, like, settle down. Like, it's just been... It's kind of back to, 
you know, how life was before. It is. Yeah, it kind of is. Except even crazier. Yeah. That's going to do it for our news section. We have another thing we want to tell you guys about, and it is called Listener Mail. You got mail. We got Listener Mail. Now, officially what we're going to read to you right now is... A comment a com- on our website. Mm-hmm. But generally, if you write to us a message on like social media, if you email us, if you make a comment that, uh, you know, We're on, our, on our page that. or whatever. So we actually got a comment on our website on one of the episodes, which we haven't, we don't get very often. But I mean, I kind of understand because most people probably are listening to this on, you know, iTunes or whatever, Apple Podcasts or one of the other platforms. And probably most people don't go to our actual website and right. listen to on there, which is fine. Like, that's that's totally fine. Did I tell you I made a comment on somebody's blog this past week? No. So, part of my job is, like, finding cheap or free field trips right. for the students in my schools to go to. Cheap as free. So, my most... Memorable field trip was going to the Hostess Factory in the second grade. <laughs> You've talked about that a number of times. So I looked it up to see if they still do it. Sadly, they don't. They oh. stopped doing them a while ago. Um, and this this person blogged about his experience going to the Hostess Factory. He said he was in first grade. In Torrance, California, and his first grade teacher, Mrs. Jamile, showed him, like, two things about, like, oh, do you want to be a carpenter or do you want to be a baker? And he chose to be a baker. Okay. (laughs) Mrs. Jamile, this was back in the 1960s, Mrs. Jamile was my third grade teacher in Torrance. In Torrance. When I was in third grade. In the 1980s. And she's the one that took you to the factory? She's not the one that took me. Oh. Because I went in second grade. But I just thought it was so crazy that this guy had her, when she was like probably a brand new teacher. Right. And then I had her 20 years later. Wow. Did he respond? I don't know because I just commented and he posted, this blog post is from 2017. So who knows if he's even checking that. Well, we check. On a regular yeah. basis. I mean, if you are commenting somewhere like on iTunes or a third-party platform, we don't get a notification of that. So, yeah. I'll check sometimes, but don't be offended if I don't catch it right away. But if you comment on our page, we see that right away. So, here's the comment that we got. This was actually from our last Interesting People episode, which was, I think, three, four episodes ago. Yeah, 235. Mm -hmm. This is when we had Andrea Wilson on. The episode is titled, Andrea Wilson is an Interesting People, (laughs) or Mom Jokes versus Stink Sponge, (laughs) which uh, you have to listen to the episode if you want to know all about that. Also, it's not a typo. It's intentional, because Interesting People is the category, so she is an Interesting People. And when we have two people on, it'll be so-and-so and and -and so-and-so are Interesting People. Are an interesting people. Yeah. Yeah. So, we got a comment on that episode. It says, this is very exciting to me. 
It says, this was the very first podcast I ever listened to. I am really old, LOL. (laughs) Their words, not mine. And then it says, and Andrea's mom. (laughs) Aww. And I loved it. It, I feel like I've known you all my life. Oh, yeah. I have known Andrea all her life. (laughs) I am her mom, you know. (laughs) Thanks for the great first podcast. Yay! We were someone's first podcast. Andrea's mom. That's so honoring. I know. Super, super cool. Imagine to be the first. Now she's just going to measure every other podcast like against, against ours. It's a lot to live up to. I don't know if to. they can even. Yeah, she might be. It's a lot to live up to. Well, that's pretty great. Thank you, Andrea's mom, for your very nice comment. And I hope that you listen to other podcasts as well, but mostly ours. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Thank you again. If you other dear listeners would like to write to us, don't forget. MandarinOrangeShow at gmail.com or make a comment on our on our website, MandarinOrangeShow.com. Perf. Okay, we just have a couple of other quick things we're going to talk about because we have had such a busy week. We haven't had time to do a ton of other things, but we did watch a little TV. <laughs> of course we did. You know, we got to do something <laughs> in the evening to like, you know, calm down before we go to bed. Yeah. Anyway, it's time for Cash Potato Corner. Couch Potato Corner. The CPC. There's a lot of really good shows that have been out. Mm-hmm. You didn't even write all of them on here. I'm looking at the list here and you forgot some. Okay. So I'm going to say the ones that we've watched together. And then you have this ridiculous list of stuff you've watched. So we'll, I suppose, address that in a moment. Okay. All right. First up, we watched the season premiere of Bob's Burgers. Great. Back on. Love it. Kids love Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Which is fun. I mean, it's like a teen show, but we have two teens now. Yeah. So, so it's, totally it's all good. Dope. You and I have been rewatching Arrested Development. Yes. We're actually on to the Netflix seasons now. Well, the Which first one. I'm enjoying it, watching it back to back with the other seasons. I, yeah, because when we watched it before. It was so long. Yeah. It's still the first three are definitely my favorite, but it's like definitely worth watching these yeah. later ones, I think, so far. I don't. We've, I'm not. I've rewatched this season four a couple of times, but I've only seen the season five once. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see. It will. We also, together with the kids, have watched Lego Masters, which just started up again, mm-hmm. the American one, with Will Arnett. With Will Arnett from Arrested Development. But while we were looking that up, because we knew that was starting up, we came across that they've now added two more seasons of the Australian. Lego, Lego Masters. Masters. I think it's on like Freebie or one of those where you have to watch it with ads, but whatever. We couldn't we could only watch the first season before. Which that's one of our favorite Lego Masters. I really love the I mean, the American one is great, Will Arnett is great, but they are so good on the Australia. The Brickmaster, the so Judge. Funny. The Judge is better. Is better. On Australia. And the host is like equal, equal but to different Will to Will Arnett, yes. Oh my gosh. So, I follow all the Lego Masters Australia people on Instagram. Right. Because I, that's what I do. Yes, you do. (laughs) And the host is... Hamish. Hamish. He's like a morning DJ in Australia, and he does so many funny bits. And then the Brickman... Brickman. Brickman. He... 
holds up these hilarious signs at the airport when he picks up his wife. Like, the most recent one was he was picking her up from the airport, and he's holding up a sign that said, Honey, I brought you that extra pair of underwear you said you needed because you pooped your pants <laughs> on the plane. And it's just like, one after the other are That's amazing. So He's so funny. So follow Brickman from Lego yes. Masters Australia. Yes. That's been a lot of fun. I love those shows. On the fictional side, not reality side, we've also been watching, well, we watched the season premiere of Loki. Oh, so good. Which is just, oh, that's, I love the first season and this one is just, it's already, it's off and running. It's so good. Uh, oh, the style. Wilson. And short round, Ki, I think it's yes. Kihai Kwan. Yeah. Um, I might be pronouncing it wrong a little bit. I'm sorry, but he's, data, he's amazing. Data from the Goonies. Data from the Goonies. He's so, <laughs> so good, good in this episode. And like so funny. So funny. I just want to watch him over and over again. It's it's amazing. Super excited for Loki. We did kind of peter out on watching Ahsoka. Yeah. And I, I don't know with all the other stuff we're doing, we're going to... Well, it got to the point where I said I'd like kind of watch it and tell you guys if Thank there's you. anything Thank to you miss. for that sacrifice. The kids said they were done, and I said, they said, well, what if there's something interesting? And I said, I'll, I'll check it out and see at some point. I, I just kind of kind of was done with it, which is crazy because it's never happened before. Us. And I love Star Wars. It was but so boring. It just, it was too slow. I couldn't, couldn't do just it. Just so you know, we don't like everything. I know. And I, you know, I, I know there's a lot of people that are really excited about it that have a lot of emotional attachment to the cartoons. <laughs> it's not us. But I just, I've never watched those and it's definitely not targeted towards people who don't know the cartoons. Yeah. So this must be what it feels like when like normal people watch Marvel movies and they don't know all the backstory of like... You know, decades of comics and also cartoons and the cinematic universe. So me. <laughs> no, but even you've watched all the movies. Yeah. Imagine someone who doesn't know that stuff watching in the, walking into Endgame and then being like, what the heck is going on here? Who are these people? And why are they running around? That's what it feels like yeah. watching Ahsoka if you don't know the cartoons. I'm like, I don't know. Because it'll be like, dun, dun, dun. And it shows like a picture of someone <laughs> appearing on the screen. And we're like, is that, are we supposed to know what's going on? Is this important? Who? Why do we care about this? A lot of references to the prequels. Yeah. So, uh, if you're enjoying it, great. It's probably just not a show for us. Yeah. There's elements of it I really like. It looks cool. And the actors are good. It's just... I just don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I've said my part. Right. It's time for yours. This was personally requested by listener of the show and your co-host, Keith. Keith, what have you done to me? But it's here. The Golden Bachelor is here. What is The Golden Bachelor for those not in the okay. know? So, The Golden Bachelor is 72-year-old Gary Turner. From Turner and Hooch? I'm sorry. It's Jerry. It's spelled like Gary. Oh, you just did like Parks and Rec. Actually, my name's Jerry. <laughs> it's very hard. It's spelled differently. He is just a phenomenal... Wonderful man who's looking for love. All the people vying for his love are 60 plus. So it's just like a demographic that's not on TV. It's so heartwarming and cute. And it actually got the most views of any Bachelor 
show in the last five years. It like the most views of any Bachelor show in the last five. It years. like went through the roof. It was ex- very big. And Hulu's most watched show like ever. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it's pretty good, huh? It's so good. Like tons of people who like have sworn off The Bachelor are watching it. Well, don't get your hopes up. This one is a confirmed not Bachelor watcher. I just love it. And I showed you a clip from this lady who got eliminated. You're like, I've already seen this. You already showed it to me. I didn't show it to you. It was on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, yeah. But she said that you should have rose ceremonies. For, for uh, like, you should have chairs at rose ceremonies. Like, why are we standing around for hours? We're all 60 plus. And I agree with her. Give those women a chair. <laughs> yes. What's the point of standing there? I so. agree. I think her delivery was really... Better than mine? Not better. Just, you know, idiosyncratic. She's funny. And I'm going to miss her. Oh, spoiler. Jeez. Well, I didn't say who it was. The lady okay. that said that, though. Then, Bip started. Bachelor in Paradise. Good job! I've been, I've been around in this I have not been now. keeping up with that as much. It's on as the same night as The Golden Bachelor, and it's far too late to stay up and watch. So, I'm still catching up on that. But, there is a bachelorette, like a lead, who came down to the beach to find love. That doesn't mean anything okay, to me. Okay, so Bachelor in Paradise used to just be the people who got eliminated come to the beach to see if they find love with somebody who was eliminated. All right. On another show. So they just called this Loser Island. Time, this time, a lead, the Bachelorette, who was the one picking... She didn't, her engagement didn't work out, and she's on the beach. Wow. Yeah. (sighs) And let me tell you, the last Bachelorette that was on, she just had a baby with her guy she met on Bachelor in Paradise. No. Yes. Wow. And it's funny, because I just saw today, because of course I follow him on Instagram, uh, they just have their baby, and what they're watching is jury duty. And they're oh, like, really? this is the best show I've ever seen in my life. And they were just, like, in awe of jury duty. How so. many people do you think heard all the buzz about jury duty? And were like, I gotta watch that. And then went out and watched the Polly Shore movie? <laughs> I don't know. With, Probably a percentage. Was it Tia Carrera that was in that with him, too? I go think, back and watch that. I think so. I haven't watched that in a long time, but Polly I really Shore like that. Polly Shore is legit. It's good. It's funny. P.S. Um, you got one more on here. What's okay, your last one thing? One more on here. As far as reality shows, this was recommended by my co-worker, Trisha. It's called The Ultimatum. It's from the makers of Love is Blind. And the these couples, one of them wants to get married, one of them doesn't. Issues an ultimatum. So they have to break up and live with somebody else for six weeks to see if it's the, if it's like the person or not. And then they get back together and see, are they going to get married or are they leaving them? Cause they gave them an ultimatum. And this is something that you're 
choosing of your own <laughs> volition to watch with your valuable time. I mean, I do it when I work out in the morning. Uh-huh. Blink twice if you're okay. <laughs> Is I someone forcing you to do this against your will? TV. Oh my gosh. And a lot of the people that do Bachelor podcasts cover these shows too. Mm-hmm. So I want to be on the up and up. Up and up. Up and up. Up and up. All right. That's your reality TV roundup. You've brought us to the up and up. Thank you for the update. Let's do a quick video games. Video games. We really have like one main thing I want to talk in video games, which is the game that we got. I mean, you and I have done some stuff. We played some more of It Takes Two, which is fun. It is a fun game. I'm really enjoying it. It's also one of the things on your achievements. When you finish it, you get a queen for a day. I think I get a half queen. I think it's queen for half a day. Yeah, Full queen, one. half day. Other stuff. I've been playing just the classic Legend of Zelda while I edit still. Mm-hmm. I'm on the final level, level nine, Death Mountain. Been playing Lego Star Wars with Luke. But really the big news of ever since Luke's birthday... He got a new game for his birthday, which was... It was a new, but older game, right? Well, it's a little... Yeah, it's a couple years old, but it's new to us, you know. Mario Golf Super Rush. Now, usually, we're not, like, super into sports games. I'm never going to play, like, MLB The Show or <laughs> Madden Football. We're not Jeff. Or the ba- he does the basketball one. Yes. NCA or something like that. <laughs> NCA. I don't know. Whatever the basketball game is, he likes the NBA. No, no, like the college one. I think is the one he likes. Oh, college. Okay. I don't know, and that's as much as I care to know. (laughs) But golf games are different, though. I've always enjoyed golf games, all the way back from like the NES golf. It's just it's fun. It's it's a fun game mechanic. Whether or not you, I would never want to just sit around and watch golf on TV, but it's fun to play. On a video game. And this Mario Golf game is super fun. We've been really liking it. That's been like our four-player one we've all played together. Yeah. So I just wanted everyone to know that our daughter's on a team at school, which she can let her in. Our son is doing rock climbing, and we're playing a golf game (laughs) in our spare time. Blink if this is you. We're basically sportsers now. Yeah, we're totally sporty spice. Up in the house. So, Janelle's talking about her workout routine with her TV shows. <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> My workout routine is pretty low intensity. Still, workout routine. <laughs> we are basically sports mm-hmm. fanatics here. And we're proud of it. Yeah, we are. Speaking of sports, we're going to do one last section. Fiction books. You like fiction books? Fiction books is one of my favorite kinds of books. Do you like fiction? Like it. I try to love it. That's crazy. I've never met anyone else who likes fiction. It's not really about sports. I just wanted a good transition there. I finally finished Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. You did. That's right. You were like right near the end. Mm-hmm. Did you like it without spoiling? Because I haven't read it yet. And a lot of people haven't read it yet. But I want to read it before the movie. It's so good. How does it like compare? Not like how does it relate to? But like where would you rank it amongst the other Hunger Games books? Hmm. You had to have thought of this. No, I didn't actually. I, I'd probably still put it, like, fourth, but I really liked it. Okay. As somebody on YouTube put it, 
on the trailer for the new movie that's coming out next month. Yeah. Suzanne Collins knocks it. She writes a trilogy that's beloved by all, you know, Hollywood blockbuster, and then da-da-da-da, you know, several years later, knocks it out of the park again. And, like, when you watch the trailer after you've read the book, you're like, oh, this is going to be good. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I will be reading it. You have to read it before Thanksgiving. When are they going to adapt her other series, Gregor the Overlander? Oh, I'm sure they will. I mean, like, you would think so, because those are really good books, too. I need to read those. Wait, you haven't read those? I haven't read them. Oh, those are great. The kids and I read them all. Oh, Luke Audrey, read him too. Audrey and Luke read him. Well, I think Luke did. Maybe he hasn't, but I know I thought, Audrey did. I thought just Audrey did. Well, and I did. It was fun because Audrey and I both read it, and we were able to talk about it without you, you boys. Well, I will be reading it before the movie comes out. I've been reading. I've talked about the number one ladies detective agency. I talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. I got into. I finished the last episode. I finished book one. Then I read book two, and now I'm on book three. Nice. I'm, I think the second one is like The Tears of the Giraffe. I can't remember what book three is called. It's the third one in the series. But it's really good. Yeah. So I'm probably going to you know read them all at some point, which is crazy. Like, I just didn't, I had no idea. It wasn't on my radar, but it's really good. Now you guys like it, and you make little inside jokes with mom and dad. Yeah. But the other thing that I have been reading, just randomly, so one of the things, you know, we go to this book sale every month, and we try to, like, get rid of books. they do a thing where they have a, it's at the library, and if you're a member of the library, you can get a bag of books for $5. And so we try to bring as much to donate back as we buy. Right. Although I would guess we probably get a little more than we donate each time. Every time. But I try to, you know, balance it out quite a bit. So one of the things I have been doing, though, is kind of alternating between books that I'm probably going to keep that I want to read, but I'm probably not going to get rid of, and trying to read some of the things that I know I'll probably get rid of after I read once. Mm-hmm. And so there was this book that we got at a previous book sale. No, I guess it was at the it was at the library that Audrey's been doing her reading thing, her writing seminar. And they have the bookstore we've been going to and buying some stuff at. But it was actually, they have a little rack out in the lobby that's like, after the books have been in the store for a while, they put them in a clearance rack. And then after they don't sell there for a while, they put them in a little free bin out in the in the lobby. Mm-hmm. And I actually grabbed this book out of the free bin because I was like, huh, that, you know, it's free and it might be interesting. And it was just called Unicorns. And the reason I, it's like a collection of short stories, all of which have the common theme of unicorns. But there's a couple of authors I recognize that wrote stories. I thought it would be fun. You know, I'll read it and see. And it's been like such a weird mix of stuff. Like some of them I've actually enjoyed quite a bit. Some of them are just atrocious. And there's some that are kind of in between. But the running thing that I found, this is why I wanted to mention this on the show, is that at least four or five of the stories so far have hinged upon the fact that there's a twist and that you're not supposed to know it's a unicorn until like halfway through and you're like, oh, it's a unicorn. You know, they'll talk about like one of them was the white donkey, I think it was called, and you think that it's about a donkey, but then like, oh, it talks about the horn. And then another one like where you think... 
there's just like someone going out to be sacrificed in the forest and you find out, oh, it's a unicorn. At least four or five of them. The twist is it's a unicorn, except in a book <laughs> about, unicorns. about unicorns. So if you haven't seen a unicorn. You know, okay, this is probably going to be a unicorn. Now, I realize a lot of these were published elsewhere beforehand. It's a collection of them, but it would be like calling a collection of mysteries uh, The Butler Did It. And all of the mysteries in the book are like <laughs> the, butler. the butler was the bad guy. Like you, it kind of kills the vibe, guys. So I realize this is a book from like the early '80s, collecting stories from the '60s and '70s and before that. But you might want to think about that for next time. This <laughs> Fantastic like, creatures. Then I wouldn't have known for sure. This is the other thing. Is like you were so so about the book, like story two, but you just can't. You just can't stop. It's hard for me to not finish something. Like, I, there are books that I've given up on that I've, like, read some, and I'm like, nope, I'm done. But it's hard. But you take longer to get through books that you're I do. about. If it's one that I'm not, like, if it's a book I love, like, I'll just sit down and read it. But if it's something that I'm like, eh, I want to read this, I'm probably going to get rid of Maybe. it. Maybe. Then it'll take me, like, weeks to read. I'm almost <laughs> done with it, though. I think I've got, like, two stories left. You and Audrey are the same like yes. that. I'm like, eh, okay, I'm done. I just, I'm like, and, and to be fair, because I read like the first couple and I'm like, I think I'm not going to finish this. These are bad. And then I read one and I'm like, that was pretty good. Okay, I'll also give it another one. And then there was a couple more bad ones. And then I read another good one. And there was actually been a couple that were like, that was really good. Nothing that me, makes me like need to keep it or anything, but. You know, there's been some good ones and that some was real like stinkers. Ghost book that I read, yeah, from the national park. It was like, okay, okay, ah, good one. There's just enough there to keep you reading. Yeah. Well, anyway, if you happen upon it, the only other funny thing I want to mention about it is that the editors who put that book together have a little introduction to each story, and it talks about the author of the story, right? Mm-hmm. This one mentioned that he did some juvenile fiction with, like, I thought it was his wife, but I think it was actually his sister. You know, same last name. And I'm like, that's interesting. I'm just curious, like, what juvenile, you know, because I like kid books and stuff. And so I looked it up, and it was true, but he had, they put the wrong name for his sister in there. Like, her name was Ethel, and they put Anna. And I don't know why, but I, like, did this deep dive of, like, why, where do they come up with Anna instead of Ethel? And apparently, like, this poor guy's sister who wrote books on her own and also, like, teamed up. Like, there's multiple different wrong names that people have used for her. Ethel was her right name. She's like Anne from Arrested Development. It very much was like that. I'm like, how did they... And it was Anna. It was the name that he put. And I'm like... How did they get Anna from Ethel? And there was other ones, and then people also like misattributed that other people wrote that he was married to her, except it turned out it was the sister. I don't know why it was like the dumbest deep dive. I mean, I probably spent fifteen minutes on it, but after a while, I'm like, why? Fifteen minutes means you spent an hour on it. Well, after a while, I was like, wait, I haven't even read the story. I don't even know if I like this story yet. Why am I even reading about this? But that's how my brain works. Internet. Internet, exactly. <laughs> Well, internet, that's the end of our show. We're done. We're wrapping it up. Zilch. Like a present on our kid's birthday, which is like the night before it's actually shown to the people who are receiving it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Which is true. It's accurate. That was a good improv. 
It was, right? And scene. And scene. Yes, and yes. it's time to finish the show. Hmm. Janelle, thank you for being here as my co-hostess. You're welcome. Cupcake. Yeah. Just so you know, Phil always calls me Cupcake. No, co-hostess. Cupcake. No. Hostess. No. But you went to the hostess factory. It comes full circle. And you can't go on it anymore. It's a callback. They gave us, like, free hostess goods at the end of the tour that lasted me a long time. I'll tell you what. I had my first cherry pie. Let's just go to the local place where they make tortillas, and I'll give you a box of Twinkies at the end, and it'll be the same experience. I've already been to that factory tour. Thank I know, you. but did you get Twinkies at the end? No. So, it's different. <laughs> it's different. How can people reach us if they want to write to us? Mandarin on show at gamel.com. Oh, no. Now everyone's going to go to Gamel. They're not going to know how to write to us. Or they can go to Facebook. Boak. Oh, Facebook. Yeah. Or, or Facebook. Yeah. And they you can, can follow us. They can message us on Instagram. All right. Now we're being ridiculous. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Andrea's mom, for commenting. Yes. Thanks to Do for boosting us. And thanks to Bandcamp for recording with us. We'll, yeah. Uh, we're looking forward to putting that episode out. I think that's going to do it for this episode. So, for the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to. I've said my butt. I've said my butt. <laughs> you have said your butt. <laughs> <laughs>